welcome to Astro Talks with Los Angeles-based professional astrologer, Astro Chris, your source for weekly astrology, spiritual talk, and moon magic. Your energetic support is much appreciated, and I thank you for your five-star rating. You are a star. Gracias. In this week's astrology, we start the mood with the moon in the sign of Taurus. Now, Uranus has been in the sign of Taurus for quite some time. It's halfway through its transit. It's currently sitting in those middle points, those middle degrees of Taurus. And every time the moon transits the sign of Taurus, it conjuncts this very rebellious, unique, eccentric energy of Uranus. And it's really evolving the way that we feel emotionally, um, the topics on self-care, self-love, because the moon exalted in the sign of Taurus concentrates on focusing on your own value system and your resources and your resourcefulness also how you care for yourself and how this care radiates out and also influences everyone else you care for especially if you're a mother that's a topic of the moon so self-care is one of my big things this year doing a lot of things to care for myself so I can have enough fuel to care for those that I love for my children, my family. And the moon conjuncting Uranus really tests us to evolve ourselves. So we do start this week with a very grounded energy yet because Uranus has been in the sign and kind of shaking the foundation. It's not as grounded. Just envision how lightning can also cause the earth to break right like pierce through the earth and shake in the foundation that's really what i see when this moon conjuncts uranus and if you're one of the people that has natal planets in the fixed signs and that's going to be taurus scorpio leo aquarius then every time there's this conjunction of the moon in Uranus, there's also a aspect either by opposition or square or even a conjunction to your natal planets in Taurus. So it does evolve and shaken up your foundation. So we, that's how we started off the week with that really nice type of divination, more uh, like epiphany <laughs> filled day and then on monday the moon ingresses to the sign of gemini right at midnight and that this is at 12 34 p.m pst and the moon makes a square to venus on that same day as well at 9 23 pst so now we're talking about two feminine planets um immutable signs communicating through the square energy 
something that needs to be acted on. And this could be a emphasis on home and money matters or um, your sacred space and needing to change it, needing to move the energy around to feel more abundant, Um, the need to address issues within the home um, or your extended family. And this could be issues that come about due to women that are in, in need. So it could be your friends that come to you for some, you know, matters or matters of the heart that they're dealing with. So the, the square is pushed through energy. Now, luckily, that same day, the moon makes a sextile to Jupiter. And sextiles are also pretty positive, positive because they assist. And Jupiter, I mean, is a planet that likes to share its merits and share its abundance. So at the end of the day, although there is a square to Venus, Jupiter comes in and can lighten up the energy so looks like a resolution could come to fruition that same day we have the moon conjuncting mars which um since mars has been in gemini when the moon transits the sign of gemini it makes this conjunction to mars and it'll continue doing this little dance with mars until mars leaves gemini later on in march of this year and we're talking about cutting things out. It could be cutting thoughts, words that we say, beliefs, or how we communicate these beliefs. There, There's something that needs to be cut out from our emotional body, from our emotions, from our um, emotional memory, our subconscious memory needs to be removed so we can continue moving forward. So again, push through energy. And lastly, on Monday, the moon makes a trine to the sun. And that's also very, very beautiful. So there's a mixed bag energy on Monday because we do have some tougher aspects. Then we have some very supportive aspects. And the moon trying the sun is always a very joyful, lighthearted, especially in the, the air signs because both planets are in air signs. And we're talking about mutable and fixed air coming together. So there is something that needs to change yet not shake up the foundation because fixed energy likes to maintain. Yet mutable energy is ready to transform and shape shift to another mode, (laughs) another feel, another season, right? So... We have this uh, beautiful moon making a trine to the sun, reminding us of our life purpose and um, our career path. So I always see the moon sun contacts by trine and sextile as little pockets of sunshine where we can really think of like uh, the next steps we can take towards fulfilling our goals, dreams, aspirations, things like that. Plus, if you manifest with the moon, this is also part of that cycle, right? Because the moon and sun conjuncting is a new moon. And um, 
we set our intentions during that time. So this is the trying aspect. This is um, the point where the moon is growing because we, we're still in, in this point. We're still in the uh, waxing phase. So you're going to see some growth with the manifestation that you set in place. Now on Tuesday the 31st, we have the moon sextile Chiron in the sign of Aries, which is very healing. And um, it does this monthly assisting us with healing our deepest wounds, our deepest pains. And this is where we see some tough aspects come into play. The moon in Gemini squares Neptune. Um, I like to describe this energy as very confusing and this is happening at 11 20 p.m so be very mindful around this time hopefully by this time you're home and you're not driving you're not operating heavy machinery it's very daydreaming energy so you can actually not be on your p's and q's and it can cause some accidents because of not fully being alert now this is great energy for meditation for going to sleep early for resting going to the spa getting a massage like relaxing like really getting lost in being lost <laughs> now, really getting into the energy of retreating yourself from daily responsibilities and just giving yourself a break, a spiritual break, a mental break, whatever it is. So there is some positives that we can use this aspect for, and that's one of them. Then on February the 1st, we have um, the moon going void, of course, for about 8 hours and 13 minutes. And that's after it makes a trine to Saturn in Aquarius. So for eight hours all the way until 12 11 p.m when the moon goes into the sign of cancer we don't have any other aspects but that moon trine saturn aspect at 3 58 a.m and the moon and saturn they I, I feel like they have a very close relationship as the moon rules the sign of cancer and Saturn rules the opposing sign of cancer, which is Capricorn. So they do have a relationship and they can work together. They're the natural rulers of the home and career and life purpose. So they, they rule that axis. So I do feel that um, Saturn brings a tad bit more responsibility to the lighthearted moon energy yet when it's a trine it's very supportive as it can provide you some mental clarity which is much needed after that moon square neptune the day prior so you'll start off the day with a little bit more heaviness and maybe more things to do because you probably took some time off the day before and if you didn't you might be feeling a little bit more burnt out because of the aspect the day before but this is a day where you push through and you kind of, you know, strap on your boots and you keep working. Um, be very careful because it is a void, of course, moon. Some craziness happened. I actually had a um, one of my good 
astrology friend slash um, astrology student reach out to me and let me know that when they downloaded my Christology uh, plug-in calendar on their phone that the moon void of course tells them to go home I found that funny because she she's a Gemini arising so moon void of course the, it, it acts like Mercury retrograde <laughs> and that's the alert that that is given like watch out it's moon void of course be careful <laughs> so I just thought it was funny that that it happened to her that that's the way that it, it, it got set up in her on her phone um, because it's not a default that I put on but yeah so be extremely careful during this time moon void of course is actually really good to continue working on projects that are not finished so it does take that energy of mercury retro if you know how to work with mercury retro then moon void of course um pretty much can apply to mercury retro like just think of redo revisit right all that energy of just like not starting something new but continuing to work ethically and thoroughly and also checking and um, making sure that you're not just submitting projects in a rush because you'll make a lot of mistakes especially if they're important now if they're not important it doesn't matter they can send them back to you and then you make you correct those mistakes no big deal but if these are projects or work that needs to be done correctly and you might get written up if you don't do it correctly or it delays projects which you know can cause a lot of other issues within your work environment or business then yes make sure you take your time now on thursday the second we have the moon in cancer making a few aspects that day we start the day at 12 54 a.m pst when the moon makes a square to jupiter now contacts to jupiter are i find them fairly positive but now we have a flip in energy we started monday with the moon making a square to venus and on thursday the second the moon makes a square to jupiter yet four hours later the moon in cancer makes a trine to venus and on monday a little bit after that square moon square venus we had a sextile of the moon and jupiter so it could be a repeating thing maybe whatever came up in on monday is now sorting itself out you're still kind of addressing it but now we have a flip of that energy the moon is in another sign it's in the sign of cancer so it, it, it is going to be seeing things to, through a different lens. And then the support by, with the aspect being Venus and Jupiter is also different. So we have, I mean, Jupiter maybe expanding the, the concentration of this topic or the time that you're devoting to resolving this issue or how much time it takes up in your day. And then we also have the trine to Venus, which could also say something about how um, re the relationship, the conversation, because remember, Venus is a sign that that rules having harmonious negotiations and conversations and also women. So it could be that 
the way that you settle or you support um, whatever came about is much more positively expressed. So we also have the moon making a sextile to the north node and at the same time it makes a trine to the south node which is very supportive and then we have the moon making a sextile to uranus at 627 so again triggering uranus but this is more positive it's more spontaneous and can cause a tad bit of nervousness but not necessarily overwhelming but now we're getting into the juicy stuff now i can say this week um is not necessarily the hardest week of the year because there's uh, there's other aspects happening um this year that are a little tougher but it is one of the points in which can seem to be a little bit more strenuous and the reason being too is because we're talking about fixed energy and we have the nodes and fixed signs and the planets are in the wobble point which in evolutionary astrology we call skip steps so this is when planets square the nodes and the sun in Aquarius is going to square the Scorpio and Taurus node and then we have the full moon at the end of the week so we also have the moon triggering this point so we have the moon squaring the north and south node as well so this is like the middle of the eclipse season this is a middle ground it's a big deal because you it forms a grand square um and the ground squares are all ruled by that energy of mars so it's quite forceful so this is why it can be a tougher uh, week versus um easy going because of the fact that mars um mars's impulsivity is all over the chart actually with with that energy of the square so it starts we start feeling it on friday the third when the sun makes a square to uranus at 15 degrees and i feel that's even more prominent because it's right in the middle of the degrees when we talk about 15 degrees that's that's the middle point so it's the most potent degree it's the most potent point in um a planet's transit because it's right in the middle so it's it actually takes the true essence of that sign and this is going to be the 15 and 16 degree mark um so what does that mean it means that whatever planet is there is really going to embody the archetype imagine an actor playing a role at 15 degrees this actor aces the role this actor acts <laughs> acts like a duck quacks like a duck <laughs> and it's a duck so it ends up expressing the archetype really well because it's immersed in it it doesn't matter what planet it is so we have the sun at 15 degrees and then we have uranus at 15 degrees and they both square at that point so we have two pure archetypes 
And then at the same time, the sun's also um, triggering the nodes, not by exact square, but it's still in orb. So this is where we see that, you know, jolt of nervousness and maybe impulsivity and things just happening out of nowhere. So be extremely cautious with this energy. Then we move into Saturday the 4th when the moon goes into the sign of Leo. And we really hear this energy roar because now we're getting to the good stuff because eventually we're going to have that full moon which perfects on Sunday the 5th. And at the same time, it's going to make a square to the nodes and it's also going to oppose uranus and it's gonna oppose the sun so all the fixed energy this week is going to be really highlighted really concentrated take it easy if you're a leo taurus scorpio or aquarius make sure that you are avoiding being extremely impulsive and reactive and take your time so really embody your fixed energy and soak in the information gather facts and then respond that's going to be more beneficial for you than responding and thinking later because of all this extra energy pushing the fixed signs they might not make correct decisions or act correctly if they're leading with impulsivity that's actually everything that's the opposite of fixed signs fixed signs like to maintain status quo so because of the highlight there we need to make sure that we don't allow the circumstances to get the best of us and then we finish off the week with um, a full moon in the sign of leo at 16 degrees and that's on sunday and that's pretty much it so as you can tell it's quite a impactful full of vibrant energy week we started with a fixed moon in uh, taurus we're ending with a fixed moon in leo and that's the mood of the week and um, I can tell you the mood is going to be extra moody because of all the moon aspects that this week has. And the crystal of the week that I recommend is working with Amazonite. Because of the moon aspecting um, a lot of planets and also having a very long void of course on february the first and then having some connection to that impulsive uranus energy um, amazonite assists with our communication it's also a great crystal to work with during mercury retro or uh, moon void of course periods because it brings clarity it brings um calm energy it it soothes the nerves so it's a very flowy type of crystal it's also a light 
blue like a tealish like color which is connected to uh, throat chakra um, also throat I feel it combines the throat and the heart chakra and then makes that teal color so it's the middle point of both of those chakras and it really communicates speaking from the heart so I really love working with Amazonite it's a very beautiful soothing stone I recommend especially on January the 31st that you lie down meditate for at least five minutes with this crystal and I will place it right in the middle between the throat chakra and your heart chakra and just let that come into alignment so you can balance your energy so I really thank you for being here and again your energetic support is much appreciated so if you're catching this on the podcast a review would be appreciated if you're catching this on youtube don't forget to subscribe hit that notification bell and comment below i always respond thank you so much have a great week and i'll check you guys out later goodbye